0: Is up from the SNY studios in New York City. Welcome to another edition of the Knicks Vlog Podcast, the last show we will ever do from the Midtown Studios. The
1: studios, studio, the
0: studios right by Rockefeller Center as yeah, we are moving down to
1: 4 World Trade Center next week. That should be pretty interesting. Should be pretty interesting. We've been here for a long time, man. It's, it's, uh, I'm gonna be tearing up on the way outside of the studio today. Yeah, right?
0: a little bit. It's been very emotional coming here. As we just started the show, we had some no fans actually no outside on Sixth Avenue waving to us, it's staging a protest. And we'll be doing the new show, I believe, on the 50th floor of Four World Trade. So we won't get the fan love like we get, like we had just a few minutes ago.
1: Yeah, it should be interesting. It should be interesting. We got a packed show today, though, man. So we do. Let's not spend too much time with the uh, the, the tear jerking. Dedication to the old studio.
0: No, no question about that. And I gotta get out of here as fast as I can, Mo, because I have to head down to Orlando. In a few, in a little bit. <laughs> Yo, you know this looks fixed, right? Now, if you hold on, and this really was a. You want to set the scene real quick? No, no, you do it. Okay, so you if, you, do it. if you follow me on social media, you probably saw I was leaving the Knicks game the other night when the Knicks lost a heartbreaker to. um I remember they played the Raptors. The Raptors at the garden. Melo missed the last shot. You know, it was a heartbreaking loss. And I'm walking out of the garden. Somebody from the Knicks MSG Network stops me, asks if I would like to do an interview. I never turned on a microphone. We know that. I didn't know what it was for. And I did the interview, it was questions about the city of Toronto in Canada. And all of a sudden they said I won and I won a trip to Orlando on Monday for the Knicks Magic Game and uh, flight tickets to the game and uh, I'll be back to New-, to New York on Tuesday. And this was just a coincidence, It was. Right?
1: There was nothing set up. Yo, this thing looks so fixed. How does this stuff always happen to you? So I have good karma, energy. All right, man. Well, I need some of that good karma, good energy. I must be doing something wrong, Ant, because I am, you got selfies with David Stern, Adam, Adam Silver, Silver. I don't yeah. know how this stuff always happens. And every you.
0: time Adam Silver sees me, he gives me a little, a little nod. Mm-hmm. Like he, he knows, he doesn't,
1: we're not friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever, man. What was funny about this is before, before we came on air, I was livid because you told me that they're giving you a flight to correct. Orlando, correct. And they're giving you a ticket to the game. Correct. They're not giving you a hotel room. I don't think so. That That's crazy. How I don't understand them giving you the, the flight and the ticket to the game. It's like, okay, cool. I understand that, but if, you, if it's a contest and you are giving somebody a prize, you're supposed to make them whole throughout well, the entire process the Knicks process.
0: are in a playoff push right now. So they need all the fans they can get what I got to do with anything so figured this schlub will definitely go no matter what and we will pay his own <laughs> hotel room. <Give> me <laughs> Luckily, a
1: break. I have a good friend down there. I'll be staying with. Come on, man. So. Come on, man. I don't want to listen. Nick organization. Y'all got to do better. If you say it's a competition and you're going to send somebody down there to go support the team, you're supposed to make them whole. And they're supposed to give you an Uber Black ride Uber to and from the crib. <laughs> to and from your crib, okay? They're supposed to give you ground transportation in Orlando. Not even Uber X, Uber Black. Uber Black. <laughs> right? They're supposed to give you dinner in Orlando at a steakhouse. They're supposed <laughs> to give you a hotel room. They're probably supposed to give you breakfast the well, next I'm morning.
0: I'm hoping Alex Kennedy takes me to dinner. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm hoping for. Well, hit Alex up, man. He's about a 90-minute drive from Atlanta. But the point is this: them doing that and them not giving you the hotel room and all that. It's basically like me coming to you and saying, "Yo, Aunt, I'm gonna take you out to dinner on Thursday night. Keep your schedule open. I take you out to Quality Meats or STK Steakhouse or whatever, and we run up a $200 tab. At the end of the night, I say, "Oh, by the way." You should leave the tip. Uh, you'll see me put on my running sneakers and bail out, <laughs> <laughs> or, or be doing dishes. Afterwards. Exactly. But exactly. the point—they're supposed to make you home, man. They're supposed to take care of you. So I'm—I'm I'm very surprised. an organization like the Knicks that prints Money is not giving you a hotel room, man. I think that's the Travis. Oh, uh, I, I
0: get your point, but I'm not mad. I'm pretty pumped to be in Orlando for 24 hours, get a little sun right. before I head out to Los Angeles. Well, I hope you have a after time. I will. I, I, time. I plan on that. But let's get to these New York Knicks and the news. Well, there's, there's always news with the Knicks. There's news with the Knicks on. August 25th there's just always news and uh, the Knicks released Brandon Jennings the other day Uh, Brandon was brought in to be a big spark plug for the Knicks and early in the year when the Knicks were playing well Moke Brandon was a spark plug he was playing well off the bench with that second unit it looked like he was getting guys involved then when the losing started Brandon Jennings obviously wasn't too happy Uh, there was talk that Phil Jackson wanted to move him at the deadline but there was no biters and then Brandon asked for his release, and the Knicks granted that. So Brandon Jennings released, Chase Randall in, and Brandon Jennings just signed with the Washington Wizards. And never a dull
1: moment in Nickland. Yeah, I think it's a good move. I think it's a good move for everybody to be perfectly honest. With it you. probably is to
0: be honest. Randall, yeah,
1: right. Randall probably should have been on the roster a long time ago. It was a, a wrong that Phil Jackson has righted by getting him on the roster now. And when the season before the season even began, I remember when you had the interview with Brandon Jennings. You and I were discussing it and I told you that the Knicks had a lot of talent. But the thing that I was concerned about with Jennings this. and Rose was the fact that each of these guys in their own regard are trying to prove something. Yeah, both on one-year deals. You know yeah. what I mean? Both on one-year deals. Jennings only signed for $5 million. Yep. So he came to New York in his mind, even though he seemed to be a team guy, he still had individual goals that he was trying to accomplish. And when you put a bunch of guys on a team that all have individual agendas, it could end up going sour, especially being a bench guy like Jennings, especially being a guy playing in a hybrid triangle. So he wasn't totally happy. And if that's the case, uh, I'm not so mad about cutting, cutting ties with him and letting him go to a situation where he thinks he fits better, I, particularly I, when you bring Randall back, who should have been here a while I don't ago. think
0: anybody in this Nick team right now is totally happy with the way this season's gone. You look at the Knicks Christmas Day 16 and 13 a week before 14 and 10 on uh, Christmas Day. The Knicks were 16 and 13. And I believe the Boston Celtics were 17 and 13. Since then, the Celtics now are top team in the East. The New York Knicks, a bottom team in the East. So nobody with the Knicks, with the Knicks organization, I would think is happy right now. And here we are about 21 games left in the season. The New York Knicks, as they play the Sixers tonight, as we tape the show on Friday afternoon, they're four games out of the playoffs. Can, it, can you make up that ground? Sure you can because the East is that bad. But for the future of the New York Knicks, New York Knicks fans right now are very confused. Kind of like um, when um, Gloria gets back into bed with Billy and White Man Can't Jump and Gloria <laughs> says, Billy, sometimes when you win, you really lose. And when you lose, you really win. And that's how I feel, I think, that's how I think a lot of Knicks fans are feeling for the last 21 games of this season.
1: You know, I don't know, Ant. I, based on what I've seen on Twitter, everyone is like, don't make the playoffs. And they, they won't because they stink. But they're only four games out.
0: But I know, but they could, you know, you beat Philly tonight, and you're probably not going to beat Golden State, but then you have games next week. You got Brooklyn, you got Detroit, you got Orlando.
1: These are all winnable games. They are winnable games. So let me ask you. So let's touch on the Joe Kim Noah thing real quick, right? Because Jennings obviously getting cut. Yep. Big news. Noah now ruled out for the rest of the season. Okay. Can
0: we? Can they cut him?
1: I mean, they could if they want. Well, but all here,
0: due respect to the New York product. But well, here's
1: the problem. Terrible. With, here's the problem with with cutting. Joking, Noah. Right. The rule in the collective bargaining agreement is, if you cut a guy, what happens with the rest of the money that's left on his deal? It is added to your cap in a formula that is two times the amount of years left on the deal plus one. So it'd be. If they cut him over the summer, it would be six years. Seven.
0: Oh, the, seven plus three, one three plus one. Okay. So
1: the point is, Noah has three years left on his deal. If they cut him three years and 56 million left on a deal, right? If they cut him in the summer, what would happen now is that $56 million would be applied in equal installments on their cap for the next seven years. So 56 divided by seven Seven is nine million. That's a long time. So basically, you're going to have a $9 million cap hit on your books for the next seven years. You got to hope
0: you can maybe trade them.
1: You ain't going to be able to trade them. I don't think anybody's gonna want to take. And I don't
0: think more. you. I, I. He's he is a good guy in the locker room. He does try hard. You're probably not gonna cut him with, with with that type
1: of deal. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You, and shouldn't. you, should. you, you should. might as well just keep him on. If you want to cut him, do it next year. Two years. Five right. years. Right. Five years is easier to swallow than seven years on the cap. And if you know maybe I mean? if you
0: cut him next year, maybe your team just picks him up for those two years.
1: It doesn't matter. It's still counting against oh, your okay. cap. So, yeah, well, yeah, they do have a thing called an offset in a collective bargaining agreement. Basically, if he's cut and he goes and he signs somewhere else and they're paying him $3 million a year, the Knicks will be on the hook for less money paid to Noah, yeah. but he's still counting against their cap at the difference of those amounts. So he's still going to be on the cap if you cut him. We talked about before the show, is that
0: the worst contract in the NBA? And it, it's definitely up there. I don't have all every contract in front of me, but talk about you when know, we do this Knicks show, and I gotta say, as of right now, maybe it changes next year. Maybe he plays great, but as of right now, it's probably one of the worst contracts in Knicks history.
1: That's for sure. It was one of the worst contracts when they signed when they signed him in the first place, because Noah is a guy who's been hurt for the past couple years. Yes. Guys don't get healthier as they age. And he relies on effort and energy so and every, athleticism. Everyone, see, here's the thing: most people thought that Noah should have gotten like a two-year deal. Yeah. That's maybe true. a three-year deal, right? Maybe a four-year deal if the last two were team options, but to give him four guaranteed years, everyone at the time thought it was a travesty. Now, this all kind of relates back to the Knicks in their playoff chase now, because it's funny, you would think that with him on the court, they actually have a lesser chance of making the playoffs. Now, without him, it might be an addition by subtraction well, situation. Well, there's, there's no doubt, and just well, the eye, might get in eye, just Moke, the eye
0: test works, and again, I'm not trying to pile on Joakim Noah, but the New York Knicks are just a better basketball team when he's off the court. And, That's because my boy and, Willie can and play, And listen, man. I'll give Phil Jackson credit where credit is due. Billy Hernan Gomez is a great find. I wish that Phil Jackson just knew that he was going to be this – I'm not going to say great. He's not great. He might be great five years from now. He
1: needs some minutes, man. He I wish that ref.
0: Phil if Phil Jackson knew that Billy was going to be at the very least this quote-unquote solid mm-hmm. – then you start him at
1: center. You let him make mistakes, and then you just don't sign Joakim Noah. It, it's it's tough to say that just because. Remember, coming into the season, right? Everybody was looking at Carmelo getting older. Derrick Rose brought in Porzingis better than advertised. People came into the season thinking that the Knicks had a shot at being a and top four team in the was conference.
0: A, Noah and Courtney Lee were missing pieces. Exactly.
1: So uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Always, it always especially is. in sports. All I will say and all I will continue to say is what I said from the moment I heard about the Noah acquisition. Four years was too much. Yes. And we're seeing that now because in the first year of the deal, Noah can't even stay healthy through, through he marketing. He, tra- he got hurt in training camp. You know what remember, I mean? Do you remember? He got hurt in training so, camp. So it's, it's definitely a travesty. Just one of the many things that seem to be wrong with this team right now, including the triangle now. You're starting to hear all this stuff about. Oh, we're going to be evaluating guys on how they fit in the triangle. And
0: if you watch the Knicks this year, they put points on board. I mean, scoring is not their problem. They don't guard a pole on 6th Avenue. They don't guard anybody. I'm sick of hearing about the triangle, and it's always talked about. But scoring isn't the problem for the Knicks. The Knicks put up points. The Knicks let guys have layups and parties to the basket whenever they want and let them wide-open three-pointers get taken on the regular. Offense is not the problem for the New York Knicks. They don't guard
1: anybody. No, I agree. I agree. And the funny thing about that, it's not, it's not just one guy. Right. And that's part of the problem that, that few people acknowledge or talk about. So I know Chris Tapp's Porzingis is the golden child, right? You can't, you can't criticize Porzingis because he's the next guy. Are they building the statue soon.
0: right now? They might be building the that, statue already. If I know Knicks fans or New York fans,
1: that will end eventually. Okay. Eventually. Okay. So Porzingis has good timing. He got good length. And he can block shots. Yes. But he can't stay in front of nobody on the no, perimeter. No. That's part of the problem. When you have Carmelo, Derek Rose, and Porzingis on the floor at the same time, your defense is gonna be leaking worse than a faulty pipe in Radio City Music Hall's bathroom. All right. Radio you, City is old, so you there's go with some faulty pipes in Exactly. I just came up with that. Off that top. was good. That works. That was right? good. It works. The defense is not that good because you got those three guys on the floor at the same time. Big, big part of the problem. So I agree with you, the offense is not really the issue. It's just interesting to hear Jeff Hornacek now, and I wonder if that's coming from Phil Jackson. It's interesting that, that Larry Brown says, oh, well, man. Phil Jackson needs well, to go coach a team. Then well, if that's speaking, a- oh.
0: speaking of coming from Phil Jackson, oh, I, and I've man. said this since the day, and let's get into the Larry Brown quotes. Uh, I I've said this since the day Phil Jackson was hired. I always hoped that Phil would coach. That would have made me excited. He didn't, he can't because of health reasons, and that's fine. But it's a really bizarre situation when the best coach in the Knicks organization is not coaching the team and he's choosing what offense to run. And Larry Brown was a guest on Sirius NBA radio, and he was talking about if Phil wants a certain offense run, he should coach the team. Now, we know, well, at least I'm 99% sure, Phil's probably not going to coach the team, and I hate to agree with Larry Brown after his disastrous year <laughs> with the Knicks, but I tend to agree with Larry Brown. If Phil wants a certain offense run or a certain defense run or he wants Carmelo to dribble a certain way, then he should coach the team, but we know he's not gone.
1: We can't argue with, I mean, hey, look, I got, I got nothing else to to say or to add to that because that is just a fact. I mean, Jeff said first of all, he was a surprising hire because he wasn't a triangle guy. Yeah, so when he was brought in, everyone was kind of like, okay, well, I wonder what kind of offense he's gonna be running, We heard it was gonna be like a hybrid kind of thing and then they went away from it now they're bringing it back yeah and they have looked good running it in spurts Like they let, have? let's not confuse that but again the problem has been the defense yeah and now when you have Brandon Jennings being unhappy and you cut him and now you got Derrick Rose basically saying I don't have a choice but to run this yeah thing. I, it, it, it's just a bad Did you hear Derrick Rose's man. quotes
0: about shooting threes yesterday yes I did he's a funny guy I, I hope they give him a max contract just looking so his quotes He's funny. Listen, you better, you better take He's that back funny. right now. He said, no, 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 he said that he doesn't want to shoot threes until the playoffs playoffs. Don't be talking about no playoffs. And Derek Rose, you got to give credit for, to Derrick Rose at least being as
1: real as it gets. <laughs> That's real? I guess. Listen, Larry Brown, to quote the great Larry Brown, you remember what he once said about Trevor Ariza?
0: He uh, he said a few delusional.
1: delusional he said yes. a, yeah, ah, okay. He, there you go. Yes, Derrick Rose. Oh, you he, need, definitely, br- he definitely I'm definitely brother is. man needs to wake up. You talking about no playoffs man. I don't I don't know about that Ant. so So it's so if the Knicks I, 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 it, look if I were the Knicks I would probably cut Derek Rose So
0: you're saying the Knicks sneak in the playoffs is Derek Rose just gonna start shooting threes. That's what
1: I want to know because he's waiting to the playoffs to shoot threes. Listen, man, I don't even want to. I don't even want to use that p word. Let's talk about pets they can get within two games. Yeah, no, I I agree. All right, they got they got the Sixers, they got the Warriors, and then they got a couple of other important games. Let's talk about that once they start playing some good basketball on, on on a sustained basis. And remember, Mo,
0: that? the New York Knicks have not won consecutive games since December 20th and 22nd when mm-hmm. they beat the mm-hmm. Indiana Pacers mm-hmm. and Orlando Magic respectively. So. For me to say they're going to win seven of ten or twelve of sixteen, they haven't won two in a row in over two months. So I, I they, the schedule does favor them. I just, I just don't see it happening.
1: And, and only four, and only four, or uh, I guess four point five outside of the eighth seed, if if memory serves correctly. But
0: with the Nick fan base, it's always why us, and a lot of times we have reasons to be upset. How Nickish would it be if For the New York get it? Knicks? No, no. To, comes down to the last game, game eighty-two. <laughs> game eighty-two, the okay. Knicks lose. So you go on this run, you miss the playoffs by a game, and then now you end up getting the twelfth pick.
1: I mean, that'd be very Nick-ish. It would be very Nick-ish. Well, here's the fortunate thing, and if you don't get it, you still got a shot to win the lottery.
0: You do, but it's rare. a Team with the tenth or eleventh best chance to get a yeah. top three pick. I think it happened to Washington a few years ago. Washington in two thousand and ten. The record was like bad, but not like awful.
1: Well, the Bulls were when they 2008 when they, when got, they Rose. got Derrick Rose. Yeah. They had, some, they had something like a point zero eight percent chance of winning. I think they, I think they barely missed the
0: playoffs that year. Yeah. You With know, Madison yeah, Square yeah. Gordon. Yeah. They always exactly. coming to the garden, light the Knicks up, and Clyde would always say Madison Square Gordon in which, the house. Which is one of the greatest nicknames ever, by the way. Was, what a, he was fun for a few years. The, the, ben Gordon was a classic example of a situation. He went to the wrong situation in Detroit, but that's another conversation. But yeah, I mean so the so if let's say the Knicks win, beat the Sixers, they play hard against the Warriors but lose, and then win the next two or three
1: after that, the Knicks fan is gonna be really confused. You would be really confused. And the funny thing is, I don't at this point, I don't even know what to tell you if if you're a Knicks fan. Like, cause on one hand, having the number six pick is better than having the number 13 pick, right? And either one of those uh, might be better than getting swept and embarrassed. By. Would they beat? Would they beat the Cavaliers once? No,
0: but I think they'd put up a fight versus Golden. Not Golden State versus Washington or Boston. They wouldn't win. I think they'd put up a fight against one of those two teams. But that means now you're talking seven. But that, I, that's why I'm, I'm just. Or I'm the mad Cavs, confused or, or the Cavs like, dropping off. I'm like,
1: what are you? I'm like, what is Anthony talking about? Like, if they get him, it's gonna be his number eight, right? Probably, but unless the Cavs have a little losing streak. You only, I think they put something. A you know fight. the Cavs got Darren, Darren Williams and Andrew Bogut, right? And Derek Williams. And you know and Derek Williams balling for them, right? Yes, I did. They ain't going nowhere. No, I know. I'm saying. The Knicks would
0: put up win a game or two versus Washington or Boston. They would? Or Toronto. They a would. game or two.
1: Yeah, I think sure would. Would. A game, yeah. But we agree that they're getting swept by the Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: I don't think they're making the playoffs. If they do, game one, we'll all watch the game somewhere in Manhattan. I, I It's just not happening.
1: All right. Now, a couple of weeks ago, though, we did have this discussion. So, Porzingis. Return against the magic, right? Yes. He gave you a nice little 20.9 rebound effort. Look, the, the guy can play, no, no doubt, doubt. No right? question. You don't want young, impressionable players like Porzingis and like Hernan Gomez to get used to losing and basketball. And that's why
0: games. if they could make a run, it's not the worst thing for those guys.
1: And that that's what I wanted to pose to you yes. now. So a couple of weeks ago, I remember us having this discussion where we're saying, oh, well, there is some merit to these guys getting into the playoffs and cutting their teeth. There Even is. if they get stomped out by the Cavaliers, which they probably would. You still feel that way now? I do. Yeah,
0: I do. I do. If, if you're Billy Herndon Gomez, Kristaps, Porzingis, even Carmelo Anthony, you want to get in the playoffs, and I don't think those guys care about, you know, filling the garden for two games and making Mr. Dolan some more money. They right. don't care about that, but right. yeah.
1: And they don't care about trying to get Lonzo Ball no, on the team they, next they, year. No, they,
0: they don't care about that, but I think if you're Billy Herndon Gomez, if you're Carmelo Anthony, you know, Courtney Lee, you know, Mindalgas, Kuzminskas, you want to make the playoffs, as you should, as players. So... Again, I don't see it happening, but it would be good. Because here's the thing. Your Chris Stout's Porzingis, two of his closest people to him are his two brothers, okay? Mm -hmm. Right now, especially... Very friendly guys. Yes, great guys. I know those are your homies. They're great guys. So here's the thing. Especially this season. And even last year with Derrick Rose and Matt Barnes and this and that and that and this. Chris Stout's Porzingis over the last two years has seen a lot of weird things happen (laughs) to this organization. So of his brothers. So it would be... Yo, man, we've seen a lot of weird things. Oh, for 15 years now. (laughs) So let's just say the Knicks were able to get hot and you sneak into the playoffs, that would be good for Porzingis and those guys. Be, all right. You know, now we're operating again as a normal functioning basketball team, but it would be good for them. Like I said, I don't see it happening. If they do game one, we'll all watch it somewhere. Just don't see it happening.
1: So if it were up to you and if the basketball a god, yeah, if I, the basketball a messiah or messiahs, right? Because most people say basketball gods yeah. with an S at the end. If he came to you right now and was like, eh, this is all in your hands. Oh, boy. You make the decision. <sighs> do you want the Knicks to get in at number eight and win two games against the Cavaliers and get a game six against the Cavaliers in the Garden? In the garden. Wow. That, that is behind door number one. Behind door number two is not making the playoffs. And you're not going to win the lottery. You ain't getting Lonzo Ball. But I'll tell you what. You can get the number six pick. I what do w- you take? You take... Game six in the Garden against the Cavs, or you take the number six overall pick in the draft. G- game six in the Garden. You, really? Yeah.
0: Why? I just think to have Kristaps Porzingis, even Carmelo Anthony, lace up their sneakers. Now this is the deal. You know, we're not even talking sweep. We're talking Game six in the Garden. Uh-huh. I think that would be that would be so beneficial to those guys. Okay. To lace them up to run out of that tunnel, even though the tunnel should be on center court, to run out of that tunnel for Game six at the Garden with a chance to force a Game seven. If that's what you're offering me, I think that's so beneficial
1: to those guys' careers. I can just see Jay shaking his head no right now. <laughs> Jay is like, are
0: you kidding me? Hey, you asked you me need to... the lottery Now, pick. if you're talking about sweep, I might go with the sixth pick. But you're talking game six, myself, the Knicks players, the media, walking into the garden with the chance to force a game seven. That electricity, you can't get that back. That would be so big for the development of those guys.
1: Yeah, well, okay, so I'll, 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 I'll split the difference with you and I'll say this. I did say six games. Yeah. Right. If they were got if they if they were to get swept embarrassed Give me the six pick. Okay, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Give me the six pick. Now now, either way though, so we all agree that Derek Rose has probably worn out his welcome here. It seems that way. Right. I think these comments about the triangle at this point. That's the last. That's the is last. Is there a draw. chance to think about bringing him back? I don't think so. Hell yeah. to the no! There is no way you can bring this guy back. He's been critical of Jeff Hornacek since yeah. the first week of the season. You no, know, he has. No, he's definitely. You know what I mean? There's no way. It was and, a nice story to start the year. And and earlier, I made a joke where I said, if I were the Knicks, I would consider cutting Derrick Rose. Yeah. It's kind of a joke, and the reason why it's kind of a joke, the reason why you should hang on to him is because there is a chance that you could sign and trade him somewhere in the summer. Correct, yes. For that reason it might be worth it to you to not cut him. What if the Knicks were out of the blue lose 8 of 10? No, I keep him no matter what. what. No matter what. Because again, if you cut him, you essentially traded Robin Lopez, Jaron Grant and to get Jaron Grant, you traded traded Tim Hardaway Jr. Who's playing good ball now in Atlanta. Jaron Grant looking pretty good in Chicago too. Yeah, he's he's starting for them now. So it would be hard to cut Rose and just basically pull the plug on all the stuff you gave up to get him. Right. So you can't and if, and if you went into a free agency and he walks away. Okay, fine. You couldn't really control experiment that experiment gone wrong, right? But you keep him for the off chance that you could sign a trade. Him. Now, all that being said, in all likelihood, now I was talking about Lonzo Ball just a second ago, in all likelihood come July 1st. If well, whether Knicks still have Carmelo or not, they're probably going to be in the market for a point guard. You would think. Now we've been hearing about Drew Holiday who's dollar a brother. Solid player solid player right I like him guy that the Nick organization apparently has eyes for a, a lengthy rangy point guard that can do a lot of things on the floor I like him you like him yeah so so if you're if you're Phil Jackson you go into some you throw a max contract at Drew Holiday max contract that's what no. it, that's what it might take to get the guy that that's, that's insane to me. What do you think would be, max contract, just to it's keep so going? on t- perspective, you're it's talking so, about $24 million It's a year. so
0: tough, man, nowadays, to say how much does player X, is player X worth, especially with the cap going up. Right. So I don't
1: know what, what, what exactly the numbers the, are what gonna be, market holds but for, for guys if
0: like you ask that. me max or no, no. Does he deserve a nice contract? Should he be able to feed his family? Sure. Uh, max contract? No. Should he be, get paid nicely, nicely for an NBA player? Yes, he's not a max player. Max players are guys that change the team, change the organization. But although we see guys that are pretty good get max players or very good get, get max players, get max contracts. So, yes, listen, you're not getting Chris Paul, I don't think anyway. I don't think you're getting Chris Paul. Uh, you're not getting Russell Westbrook. He's locked up. You know, you're not getting – well, I guess Kyle Lowry's available. I don't think he's leaving Toronto. So I am not. I wouldn't be mad if Drew Holiday is a starting point guard. I wouldn't want to give him max money if that – if you have to, I guess you
1: have to, but I wouldn't want to give him Max money. All right, so so since you're the man that knows it all, let me I ask you a little, little, little trivia question. <laughs> okay. Who got the richest contract in NBA history? Mike Conley Jr. Okay, see so you I told you you're the man that knows it all. I'm come not, on. I'm, yeah, yeah, really I'm, job. I'm not giving you a trip to Orlando for that. Oh though. man, I was hoping you would. Nah. Maybe nah. you could pay for my Uber Black to the airport. I'll think about <laughs> it. All right, there and you a, go. If I did give you a trip somewhere, I'd at least give you somewhere to lay your head down. Thank night. you. I wouldn't make you come out of pocket for that. Mike Conley, Jr., the recipient of the richest contract in NBA history, never made an all-star team. Never, he still hasn't. So you still has not. So you talk about guys. Oh, Max, Max guys are this and that, whatever. No, no, that's what it used to be. In the league today, Max guys are guys who are in the right place at the right time. that got guys bidding on them. And
0: that's why I said, if, if you got Drew Holiday, and he got a max deal. Would I complain? Is like I would say 15 years ago, had a player got a max
1: deal that didn't deserve it? Probably not. Yeah. Good. Good thing the Knicks did not get Ricky Rubio. Good thing they didn't trade roads for Ricky. Rubio. I don't love Rubio. You want to know why? Because Rubio ain't that good. Right. I because agree. if he were, the Timberwolves would have been better, and Tom Thibodeau wouldn't be trying to turn the reins over to Chris Dunn. Right. I agree. I feel the same exact way about Drew Holiday. Nice player. Good basketball player, but you bring him into New York playing with Chris Tapps, Porzingis. Is he moving the needle for you? Is he helping you go from number 12 to number 7? I don't think so. Keep that money in your pocket. Build through the draft. Spend your free agency dollars wisely. Go out there and get value. Don't go give Drew Holiday $22 million a year because that's what it's going to take to get him. I don't make that decision if I'm the New York No,
0: I, I agree, but you just you also do have to find somebody to bring the basketball. But Derrick Rose is out of here. Yeah, Derrick Rose. He is gone. There's likely, no yes. way I'm re-signing him. No, I agree. Derrick Rose is definitely gone. Let's go around the league as we do every week on the Knicks blog podcast. And I'm going to start with going back about a month ago, a month and a half ago, LeBron James after a loss, I don't remember what game it was, lost lost the game and uh he said, when I need he, more. When he swore. Yeah, I need more players. Well, he I, said, know, we need an and playmaker. We need an and playmaker, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then out of the blue. I well, he think they got Corver like the week before. So within the last six weeks, we're basically without giving up anything. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers add Kyle Corver, Darren Williams, Derek Williams, and Andrew Bogut to their roster to a team that won the championship last year. What? I've never heard of such a thing. Now, granted, Darren Williams is not what he was in the mid-2000s with You're Utah. Still, ball, still a good basketball player. Andrew Bogut, still very good. Derek Williams, solid. Kyle Korver can shoot the lights out all the time. How do you just add four players like that to your team in the middle of the season with basically giving up nothing? moke I
1: have no answers. I just don't get it. Cry me a damn river. That's all I can say. It's ridiculous. Listen, man, they got a thing called free agency that players won in a Supreme Court case yeah. back in the '70s, hey man, that's all there is to it. Free agents. Oh, it's not illegal. Dude. I'm just saying it's ridiculous. Hey man, cry me a river. Like I said, the guys are free agents. They get bought out by the teams. It is a free market economy. You go where you want in pursuit of the championship. Does it suck for the rest of the Eastern Conference? Yeah, it does, but I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. I'm not going to say the Cavaliers did anything wrong because they didn't. And to be quite frank with you, I'm looking forward to seeing them get it on with the Warriors in the first All NBA want... Finals trilogy in
0: history. It's going to be awesome. All I want is Darren Williams Le... as somebody who's young and lost their hair young. All I want is Darren Williams and LeBron James sit down next to each other and say to each other, it's time to move on. Let's just shave our heads. That's all I want. <laughs> They're both in this like 30 years old now. It's okay. Shave it.
1: Move you, on. You're cold for that, man. you cold no, for that. No, I'm just saying like, I'm not, it's true. All right. Just move on. I'm a, I'm i I'm a move on now. And I'm going to, I'm going to sneak two for, I'm going to get a two for one special right here in my round. Okay. league, The way you did a couple weeks ago, the Pelicans. I'm worried about them because DeMarcus Cousins don't. I, yeah. I can't trust him to be a guy. that's going to be there for his squad. I and agree. The guy's going to keep his head in the game all the time. agree. Anthony Davis still having trouble staying healthy. My league MVP with 20 games to go, I got to give it to Russell Westbrook. If the guy gets to the end of the season with those thunder anywhere near 50 wins and averaging the triple-double, I'm sorry, Beard, you're not the MVP Russell Westbrook is. Westbrook don't have the... If either one of those are not true, if they don't win 50 or if Westbrook does not have the triple-double average, I'm going with the beard for my MVP. But, if but right he, now, I'm going with Westbrook. I agree. If he averages a triple-double, it would be Got the first give time
0: someone's averaged a triple-double in the since NBA the o, since the big O the Robertson. Like 40 o, years or something I agree with that, with Russell Westbrook getting the MVP. Moke, before we get out of here, I have a quick question. It's very important. I've been, I'm, and Jay might get mad, but i got to ask you. All right. Now, you watch the Knicks all the time. Yep. You watch Carmelo Anthony. Over the last two months, he's added so much to his body when he plays. Yep. He has the headband. The, 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 he wears the shirt underneath. And he has the arm guards, the chest guards, the, the, the tights. What more can he add? I wish he would get rid of all that crap. I agree. Get rid of all that. Can of you them, add man. one more thing? A helmet. <laughs> <laughs> do you a mouthpiece mouth yes you can add a there mouthpiece we go like stuff, uh, me bro. and my friend elgin have been trying to figure it out what can he add mouthpiece. a mouthpiece you got it well listen it's our last show here on sixth avenue it's been great it's very emotional that was such a dumb question i can't believe you wasted the question no you know. i was I, you gave the great shout out gave, to elgin man gave, elgin is my you home gave the gr- i mouthpiece. like elgin we couldn't figure out what he could add all right mouthpiece all right Fair big enough. thanks as always from our producer jason Bateri. always doing a spectacular job We'll be back next week on the Knicks Blog Podcast. In the new studio. In the new studio, 50th floor, Four Wall Trade Center. Don't show up there and try to stalk us. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. This has been the Knicks Blog Podcast, part of the SNY.TV Audio Network.